Hi, welcome back to Believe in the Bronx podcast. Pete Caldera and, of course, Mike Stanton. This is the post-game three in Cleveland edition. And uh, what an ending uh, for the Guardians. What a terrible ending for the New York Yankees. And, and Mike, I know uh, I'm sure you feel for those guys in the bullpen and some guys who were used in, in, in leverage spots that they're not used to right. being in. But uh, the big question being, why Clay Holmes wasn't in that ninth inning spot when the Yankees really needed a save and uh, put young Clark Schmidt in that situation. And uh, you saw the, the results, two-run single by uh, Oscar Gonzalez, and uh, the Yankees are staring at uh, elimination tomorrow, possibly with Garrett Cole on the mound. Yeah, pretty incredible to see how this how this turned out with the, with the Guardians busting out five straight singles. To, to drop that three spot there in the bottom of the ninth, it was it was it was pretty remarkable to see. But you know that's kind of what this Guardians team has been doing. You know, it's always been about just enough offense. You know, Jose Ramirez obviously right in the middle. Now it's not like he hit a rocket or anything. He just hit a little blooper to shortstop, but they had the shift on, and that was one of those five hits. But yeah, I mean it, it's still about you know I've always said that playoff experience can be a fickle bed partner. And what I mean by that, if you have not performed well in the postseason, then it's actually a big hindrance. But if you had performed well, then now that can actually help you. But, you know, to put young pitchers in those situations, yeah, it's not optimal. But you look at this, you look at this Yankees bullpen and the injuries that they've had. And, you know, with Holmes, them really trying to stay away from home tonight, even though he did say, you just told me he did say that he was ready to pitch, but you know, they were going to, they were going to try and stay away from, well, actually not try. They did stay away from him. Yeah. Uh, and that, that puts those young guys on the burner and see if they can perform. You know, this is a decision that that could potentially haunt the Yankees all, all winter long. And um, you know, the post game, a lot of mixed signals. And that, that's something as a team, you know, when you pride yourself on, you know, on communication and, and togetherness and, you know, one for all and all that stuff. Uh, you know, there were, there were some mixed signals going on uh, in, in that post game. Uh, you know, number one, you, you have, you have Aaron Boone saying uh, that, you know, they wanted to stay away from, from homes and just dial it back pregame. Uh, you know, Boone suggested that everyone was available in, in his bullpen. He wanted to stay away from Tyone because of a potential that he could start a, 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 a winner take all game five. Right. Um, you know, Clay Holmes has been one of the guys in that bullpen that, uh, you know, all-star first half, shaky a bit in the second half. The sinker ran away from him. Then he's developed some shoulder issues. He was not uh, uh, available to pitch in the last uh, week, 10 days of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Came back and, and you know, and the storyline today is that, well, Boone didn't want to use him back-to-back. He threw 16 pitches on Friday afternoon. He didn't want – he was one of the guys he wanted to stay away from unless it was an emergency situation. But, you know, frankly, Mike, I don't know if there was more of an emergency situation than you got uh, in that ninth inning when uh, right. your season could potentially be nine innings away from ending if you don't stop that ninth inning rally by the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, to me – and listen, the one thing that Aaron Boone's always going to do, he's always going to take the high road. He's always going to say the right thing. He's always going to protect his players. But what that – his actions speak louder than his words do. And what I mean by that is he didn't pitch. He wasn't going to pitch. Now, I understand that you're trying to protect him. You don't want, you know, to, 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 to hurt him if, if he is sore. But, you know, 
pregame, he said that he felt like he was ready to go. He woke up this morning. He's ready to pitch. You know, uh, if there's ever a time and listen, every time a pitcher toes the rubber, you know, he's putting himself at risk, whether he's healthy or not, whether he had been on the IL or not. But if there was ever a situation, you know, that that that, you know, you were going to I don't want to say put somebody at risk, but, you know, use somebody when you didn't want to. That had to be the situation. So that just tells me that I don't think Aaron was going to use him in any way, shape or form. Yeah, and it was interesting, too, that it, they didn't seem to have informed Holmes definitively that he was pitching or not pitching. I think right. he, was, he was out in that bullpen waiting to uh, – anticipating getting a call to start warming up uh, to come into that situation. Uh, frankly, a lot of his teammates, Luis Severino was among them, who said, yeah, he was frankly surprised that uh, it wasn't Clay Holmes trotting out of that bullpen in the ninth inning uh, after Wandy Peralta had gotten in a, a bit of trouble. Um, but, you know, still there and again, uh, Peralta actually had pitched well up to that point. Schmidt gets into a situation where even though he gives up a, a, a hit, uh, he's down to one strike away from from ending it and get, putting them up 2-1. Two, two, but, you know, there again, uh, it's not how it played out. And now you, right. you, you've got a lingering dark cloud over this club. And, and, uh, and now you've got uh, Garrett Cole. The thirty-six million dollar a year uh, man yeah. out there once again in the most pressurized situation, uh, pitching to extend their their season right now, and pitching in a pretty hostile environment. That place was yeah. rocking and rolling tonight. You were there. I listened to it on TV. Uh, it was a pretty dynamic, a uh, pretty dynamic atmosphere there in Cleveland. You know, but I but I go back and and I think we also have to touch on tonight's game. We have to touch on the offense. I mean, yes, they did score five runs. They hit some home runs. We know that's how they score their runs. They still only had five hits. You know, there, there were not yes. a whole lot of opportunities, even though they were able to capitalize with a couple long balls. You know, they only had a couple at-bats with runners in scoring positions. So, you know, the offense, even though you look at it and you say, okay, they did score the five runs, that's good. And with this pitching staff, most of the time, that's going to be enough. But, you know, it wasn't like the offense, other than just a couple swings, they tore the cover off the ball. Yeah, there was one point in the ninth inning, I looked up in the scoreboard, and, and uh, Cleveland's got 14 hits, the Yankees had, had five. And, of right. course, three of the Yankee hits left left the ballpark. And, of course, uh, you know, we, we talked about this one earlier, Mike, that, uh, you know, the, the whole weight of the world in the Yankee season seemed to be on Aaron Judge. And, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Boone makes a proactive move, uh, or whether it was, you know, at, at, the suggestions uh, that that certainly come from from upstairs too, but it was Boone's call to to put uh, Judge in the two back in the two hole, get him out right. of the, you know the focus of being the first at bat, especially on the road when he's just the, the first guy there, just to maybe just to relax the situation, uh, uh, take a little of the stress out of it. And the second at bat, Boone uh, Judge comes up and hits a, a bomb two run homer, and uh, you know then they then the rookie comes through Cabrera with it with a two run homer, and once Bader hits a hits his solo shot. Yeah. You think that's the dagger right there. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, Harrison Bader, you know, one of the premier defensive outfielders and he's got some pop. I mean, you can go back to his yeah. St. Louis Cardinals days that, you know, he runs into one every once in a while. He just doesn't do it very often. You know, when he does hit it, it can stay hit. And yeah, you felt, you felt pretty good about that, but then you go back hindsight's 2020, right? You go back and you look at the options that, that Booney had, in that bullpen and there just there just wasn't a whole lot especially with the fact that he wasn't going to use he wasn't going to use clay holmes 
Yeah, and you know what, Mike, too, that um, there were a couple of plays that uh, Isaiah kiner Falefa did not make at shortstop. And and mm-hmm. and one of them, uh, you know, once Luis Severino righted the ship, uh, he had a shaky couple of two innings. His pitch right. count was way up. There was a there was a point there in the second inning where if, if one more batter gets on or he gives up another run, Domingo Herman could have been in that game uh, there in the second inning or, or, or even to start the third inning. Uh, but Severino writes the ship. He nearly gets them through the sixth, uh, the fifth inning and yeah. um, no, the sixth inning, rather sixth inning and the sixth nearly gets them through the sixth inning. He was one batter away and uh, Connor Falefa makes a good play on, on the backhand, uh, but doesn't, make a good throw to first base mm-hmm. it goes as an infield hit severino uh doesn't get the next batter and now you've got to bring in the bullpen a little right. earlier than you anticipated and you slotted in uh lou trevino problem possibly an inning earlier than you wanted it and that started kind of the, the domino effect and that's one of the reasons you were not in the best high leverage situation with your best reliever in the ninth inning because you had yeah. to start that carousel just a little earlier yeah, you don't want to open that door in a situation like uh, like this. You don't, and when you have a a limited bullpen, you want to keep keep that bullpen door shut as long as possible. And you know, I I, I predicted prior to uh, prior to this series starting that Luis Severino might be the most important of the Yankee pitchers, just simply because they needed that third arm. They needed someone to go out. And to say he was shaky in the first cup, tell you the truth, he had a couple Houdini acts to get out of trouble. That the number could have been much. He gave up two, one in the first, one in the second. That number could have been much, much bigger. Even though he had to throw a bunch of pitches to get out of it. And you're right. Then he started throwing the ball pretty well. Uh, got into a little bit of trouble. But if he could have gotten that one out, if Kiner Falefa could have made a, a little better throw in that situation, got him out of that inning. Heck, you never know. Severino might have been able to go out and you just go hitter to hitter with him in the seventh inning, and then that would have set them up even better. But, but yeah, you want to try and keep that bullpen door closed as long as possible when you've got you got limited options down there. Yeah, right. You had to start that that carousel just a, just a bit too early. I mean, Luizaga was good. I mean, mm-hmm. Trevino was was actually a bit shaky. Then they they yeah. got him out of there, uh, and uh, Luizaga started a, a clean inning there. Um, you know. Mike, uh, just just to you know, point this one ahead too. Right now, you wonder how many of these guys are possibly available out of that bullpen now. I mean, you you, you certainly can't count on having Peralta uh, tomorrow. You wonder about Luizaga. You probably got Trevino uh, if you need him, but uh, this is one of those games, Mike, where you're you're hoping your 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 ace is you know going to yeah. gut, gut you out for eight solid innings out there uh, because that's exactly what the Yankees need out of that because they've got a compromised bullpen right now. Yeah, I think Loisica is going to be – he'll be available. He threw 15 pitches. Trevino, um, he only threw seven. Now, you, you need to get him in the zone and get him get him right a little bit more. But, um, you know, not that you're really going to want to use Schmidt. Schmidt only threw 12 pitches. Um, and, and more importantly – Clay Holmes got the day off, so he should be available. But what you would really like to do is you'd really like uh, you really like Garrett Cole to go out there and just dominate this dominate yeah. this this uh, this Guardian lineup. And and he obviously has more than the stuff to do it. And you'd also know he is a big game pitcher. Um, 
you know, I got to see him at his absolute best down here when he was a Houston Astro, uh, just a couple spectacular years. So, you know, he's got it in him. He's got what he's going to have to do though. He's going to have to, uh, he's going to have to get through the first few innings and get into the flow of the game. You know, he's one of those pitchers, one of those great pitchers that, you know, what you always say, you got to get them early. You don't get them. Uh, and it would be great to see this lineup, give him an early lead, give him a run or two in those first couple innings. So he can really set in, really be aggressive in the zone. And I want to, uh, this is this, I, I've, I've said this about Garrett Cole since day one that I saw him here in the Astros uniform, I want to see him use his curveball. You know, I want to see the fastball curveball combination. He's kind of fell in love with the slider. Slider is a difficult, is a tough pitch because he throws the fastball so hard and he throws the slider so hard. He's got to have location with the slider, or it's kind of like a BP fastball. Um, so that's that's what I, I I want to see from Garrett. Get be aggressive in the zone, get some quick outs early. So keep your pitch count down, and hopefully the offense, maybe somebody can run into one early and give him a little bit of a lead. Right, and it's interesting you said that uh, he really did have the curveball working in in that game one yes. start, uh, mm -hmm. and and he went to it early. I think he got the uh, his first five strikeouts. I, I believe were on were on curveball. The crazy thing about his stuff is even his curveball is hard. You know, it's it's yeah. in the mid eighties. You know, it's not like you know, it's not like uh, a Zach Grinky curveball that uh, you know is in the in the low seventies or even high sixties. And that's one of the issues that I think when he doesn't have his best command, that that's one of the issues that he has is everything is just so stinking hard. And mm -hmm. you know the old saying about big league hitters, you know, you could shoot the ball out of a howitzer if you do it enough, they're going to be able to time it up. And so um, keep the fastball at the top of the zone, get the curveball going down at the bottom, and hopefully they can, uh, they can scratch a couple runs across early and kind of let, you know, let the big dog eat. Right. And you mentioned, obviously, they, they will have homes available tomorrow. Yes. They have not pitched Domingo Herman yet uh, mm -hmm. in, in this series, but uh, also the, uh, the, the Cleveland Guardians will, uh, will have Emmanuel Classe uh, – you, you would keep him full capacity. You keep him out of the game. Don't want to see him. That dude is about as nasty as anybody in the sport, and he's shown that he can handle pretty much any pressure, any situation. So yeah, you know, if they they want to pitch him, let him get his shutout inning, but let him do it in a losing cause. Yeah. Well, fascinating evening uh, coming up uh, again here. At incredible day of baseball, tomorrow. folks. You haven't an yes. incredible this postseason got even better tonight. So just go look at the highlights. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to start go, going looking at them uh, myself, see what I missed uh, after being <laughs> a progressive field all night. Thanks, Mike. We'll do it again uh, tomorrow after the game. And uh, we hope everyone joins us again, too, on Believe in the Bronx. 